Blog Talk Radio. Interviewing your favorite musicians, comedians, and other creative souls. This is the Carrie Edelman Show. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Edelman Show. I am super excited tonight as we have the comedian and the new announcer of the Nick and Artie Show coming on shortly, Mike Pachetti, and it's going to be an awesome show tonight. We have tons of exciting stuff to go over with what is going on in his career right now, as well as a lot of other things I want to also incorporate into the show tonight. So I'll bring him on in a moment. Um, If you are new or tuning into the show for the first time tonight, Please create a Blog Talk Radio account and join us in the chat room. You can also call in at 805-243-1320. I always do a brief introduction about my show, especially if people are new to the show. Um, I started the show a little bit over a year ago with the concept in mind to bring a forum that I could bring people on in the entertainment industry and provide them with support and help them spread the word about who they are and get their names out there. A little bit about myself, I have my doctorate degree in clinical psychology and um, I also have a passion for the entertainment industry. Um, I have an album out as a singer-songwriter, and I do some writing for some magazines, and also the radio show is one of my new forums and uh, one of the things I'm really passionate about. So I love just combining my psychology background, more particularly my interviewing skills, because the show is not meant to be providing formal therapy or treatment. Um, It's for entertainment purposes, and uh, I just ask that people keep that in mind, because a lot of people I have come on are extremely uh, entertaining themselves and and would like to... for me to sometimes uh, give them some support in terms of issues they have. And we can talk about things generically on the show, but um, I just want people to keep in mind also that on my show I want people to talk about whatever they like, but if there's any, you know, embarrassing stories that might include specific persons or organizations just to keep things anonymous just so we don't personally humiliate anyone, but I do want my guests to feel real. Okay, so... What I would like to also go into, let me just get to some of my stuff here. Um, Let's see, what do I have? I've got so many notes here and lots of stuff going on with the chat room. Okay, so just to start out, I've had the pleasure to interview Mike before. He came on my radio show on June 8th in 2011, which was very shortly after I launched my show. So if you haven't checked him out in that interview, I highly recommend you check it out. He was just really grounded, down-to-earth, revealed some personal things about himself and his life, his passion for comedy, as well as how he's become a well-renowned comedian in this uh, entertainment industry. So personally, I want to also just mention that it has been such a pleasure supporting Mike. He is one of the most genuine, grounded, and authentic people that I have come across in the entertainment industry, and it's also a pleasure for me to personally say um, that he's a close friend of mine. So this is going to be a great show for him. So let me give you some information about him, if you don't know him, but I'm sure you already do. Mike Pachetti is a well-known comedian from the New York City. Um, He's been involved in comedy for 20 years and has performed at comedy clubs and venues all over the country. He has made numerous appearances on The Howard Stern Show and The Jim Brewer Show on Sirius XM Satellite Radio, as well as has had two appearances on two seasons of NBC's Last Comic Standing. And uh, he's also performed in numerous films, television shows. As I mentioned recently, he's become the announcer for the Nick and Artie show, which is just 
you know, an amazing opportunity for him, and I'm just so excited for this uh, journey that he's going on. That airs uh, Monday through Fridays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time. It's on Sirius XM Satellite Radio, and it's also now on DirecTV. So be sure to uh, catch him on the show. And we're also going to promote tonight, again, as I mentioned, Mike has just too much going on, which is great. Um, We want to definitely promote his upcoming show where he's going to be performing, and it's a show called Being Normal Sucks. Um, It's a comedy show on September 27th at 11 p.m. at the UBC East Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in uh, New York City, and it's going to feature on the bill Little Mikey, Andy Rocco, Matt Koff, and Judah Freelander. So please purchase tickets for the show. They're only $5. Go to ubctheater.com. All right. So I just want to do two more plugs, and then we're going to bring Mike on. Of course, we have to, and we cannot forget about Joseph Muski, the renowned uh, and one and only person who heads the SternSuperfans.com website. He's in the chat room right now, and uh, Muski has been a great supporter of the show, and in return, I've had supported him and had him on many times to uh, talk about Stern Superfans. And if you are around on October 1st, you have to head out to New York City Go to La Flocka. It's located on 384 Grand Street. Muski is going to be roasted. He's going to be roasted by a bunch of comedians, and Mike can correct me, but I, I'm pretty sure Mike Buschetti is one of the comedians that's roasting him. So if you can check out this event, I'm sure it's just going to be uh, a blast and also a great time. And uh, lastly, I also want to give a plug to Mark Mercer from Mark's Friggin', another big Stern uh, fan, and he blogs all day about Howard Stern. So check him out at marksfriggin.com. All right. I think that's been a mouthful for me, and let's bring Mike on. Hey, Mike. How are you? Hey, Kerry. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, Absolutely. How are you doing? Okay? Yeah, I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good, good. Actually, I'm actually hanging out here with Joel. Uh, we're in a subway sandwich shop calling you <laughs> before we go on Nick and audience. It's fun. Oh, okay. I was pretty sure you were going there tonight, too. So you, you've had a packed day. So you're coming on my show, then you're going to be on Nick and Artie's show tonight. I actually, Kerry, just did Joel's show with him, The Comedy Point. It's on every uh, Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. Oh, nice. You did that, too. Okay, let me give a plug. Everyone has got to check out Soul Joel Productions. He has a podcast called The Comedy Point. As Mike mentioned, he was just on it. So please go to souljoelproductions.com and uh, check out his radio show. It's an awesome show, and he's another personal friend of mine, so really great guy to check out his stuff. Cool. So you, you've really had a packed day. Yeah, it's, it's worked it, though, Carrie. I'm, I'm so glad that you have done the show with Joel and you and then all of you, Nick It's I just love doing what I'm doing. Three in a row. I know. It's, it's great. That's awesome. Like, I'm, not, again, I'm I just... not even tired. You know? <laughs> What's that? I'm not even tired at all. I'm just all, all wired up from doing this. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, when you're passionate about something, it really kind of, you know, gives you that fire and that energy that you need to just kind of kind of run on empty sometimes, right? Absolutely. It's a great energy to have. It's a super positive one, which is the most important thing. Absolutely. So, again, Mike, I just want to, again, just personally say congratulations to everything that's going on in your career. Um, let's start out talking about... Uh, the Nick and Artie show. Why don't you tell us a little bit about kind of how you, you know, had a relationship with these guys and became uh, now the announcer for their show. Give us a little bit about that. Oh, sure. That. Uh, well, I know Nick and Artie about 10 years. I, I met them through my friend Sal 
Howard Stern show and John Melendez because we all talked together like years ago, like nine years ago, and then I met them and then did stuff on and off with them. And Artie had his uh, radio show with Nick. It's going to be a year old, October 3rd. And uh, they, they brought me on the show a couple of times. I went up there with Joel a couple of times on the show. And then mm-hmm. um, they came to TV. And then they, on, on the TV show, Artie texted me and asked me, do you want to come on the show as our announcer slash sidekick? So I'm like, yes. It was great. Did the show. And then he said, come back Monday. And then it's been going so great. I'm so, so excited. Uh, you know, I'm doing this over 20 years, and the good thing about this is I'm starting to get some great, you know, variety all over Twitter and everything now, which is That's great. Awesome. You know what? I just, and, but and at the same time, I'm keeping everything in perspective because, you know what, sometimes things will go to people's heads if they start getting some clout, you know what I mean, or whatever, and it become. Yeah, I'm not good people, and I don't. I work so hard forever. That that's never going to happen because all I, all I want to do is have some some good money, some nice woman, and some and, and have a good life. I agree, Mike. I think that that's such, you know, an important and relevant point that you make. And you and I both know. I mean, we've talked off the air on the air that you know, yeah, unfortunately, people sometimes with egos and things like that, they let this stuff kind of get to their heads to the point that then they start to burn bridges because they think they're all high and mighty, but I can tell you're not that type of person, and you work so hard, and you deserve everything that you have coming to you. I, I learned to leave my ego at the door 20 years ago when I started comedy because just by going up in front of people night after night, this is way before the internet and everything, okay. that, you know, put Tom on stage night after night is a good ego bruiser. <laughs> <laughs> Aw, so what, but you know what, I think that's also an important thing to bring up, an important concept. What advice could you give to people, especially people that are starting out in the industry since you have been doing this for 20 plus years? You know, how do you put things in perspective? How do you leave your ego at the door, especially when you are doing some great things and you're really proud of what you're doing? What type of advice would you give? I would tell everybody, you know, that's new to this, just love what they do, have fun, work as hard as you can. Be respectful to everybody, even if you don't care for somebody. You know, don't voice any opinions about anybody. Just keep going and you know, have people like you and, you know, just focus. And Nothing's ever guaranteed in this, but you know what? You've got to take the bull by the horns like Joel did and you did by having your own show as well. Mm-hmm. And Nick and Hardy did. And it's good to be self-made and you can't rely on other stuff. And you got to keep yourself busy sometimes. I mean, there's a lot of feast and famine. I mean, I had to drought for a long time, and then a feast, now it's now it's like uh, a gigantic feast. Right, <laughs> right, absolutely, absolutely. No, I think that's I think that's well put, the way you said that. So, um, so why don't you give us a little information? You're now the announcer for the Nick and Artie show. How would you describe your role on the show? For, you know, maybe some um, audience. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of fun, Carrie, being on this show, because I feel like it's just one big uh, party with them. It's so relaxed <laughs> over there. You know, they, they don't really have any writers on the on the thing. And, you know, there's no people telling, you know, of course they have producers there just, you know, letting them, you know, telling them what to do and helping them technically. But otherwise, you're letting me, they have fun with me. They put me in different stuff. I mean, you know, they, they break my chops a little bit, but it's all in good fun. And it's like I, I'm on the cloud for the past two weeks. Wow. So what is, I, I'm going to bring up one of the things they put you in that I thought was just, it was brilliant, it was hysterical, and I thought you did a great job. What are some of the highlights so far with the past, you know, two-plus weeks that you've been there of kind of scenarios or kind of dips that they've put you in? Give us some uh, 
some background. Oh, God. Joe, Joel had a good thing he put up for me on Facebook and Twitter called the Michael Shetty Time Check. What do you call okay. it? Okay. You know, they would ask me uh, the time in four different time zones, and I would get confused <laughs> a little bit. I forgot about Mountain Time, and I go back to Central, and I, I screwed up which is Pacific and which was not. It's like a four-minute thing they have on, on their site and on uh, – YouTube, it's like who's it's a new version of who's on first. It was so funny, and they were just like, they make me start over again. It was really funny. Wow. And then they had a, and then they had the Maxim girls from Maxim magazine come last week, and the musician played. They had me dancing in the kitchen with the Maxim girls. They had me doing all kinds of stuff like that, and just highlighted me. I mean, they've been, they had me sing rap songs. Everything they put me in has been going great. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, the one highlight that I saw that I just thought was brilliant, and uh, and Joel, Joel had posted it was your uh, rendition and your acapella version of Carly Rae Jepsen's Jep- yeah Jepsen's song "Call Me Maybe." That was just oh, like, yeah. that was hilarious. <laughs> that thank, was you, hilarious. thank you, Carly. Thank you, thank you, Carrie. Because I have no idea what the real song sounds like. I didn't listen to it. They just gave me the paper that night, and I sang my own version of it. Oh my! You know what you should do. You should go back because this would even. I think this would, if if you want to take some, I don't know, some feedback in terms of what I could even see funny, funnier. You should go listen to the song, and then once you get the melody, I think it would be hysterical to see you not only sing it but maybe like dance a little bit to it. I think that would just be oh, a yeah. riot. Dang, that's a great idea. <laughs> it was just. I thought you did it great, and already was just you know Nick and already just watching them when they're just like dying laughing when you're just reading it. It was hysterical. I had so much fun. I just feel so comfortable up here. We've been having a good time. I mean, I've been coming up here every night with uh, Joel and Matthew Capelli. These guys have been taking me up, hanging. We're having a great time up here. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what other things do you have planned for uh, the Nick and Artie show? What other types of things will you be getting involved uh, You know what? I, I, ne- I never know what they're going to give me from night to night, what's going to happen, okay. because a lot of times they'll give me something two seconds ahead of time telling me I'm doing it, and it may not happen or it may happen, but... It's something that fits me pretty well, and they like to surprise me. They don't like to let me know what's going on until I get up there. Okay, so it's not very structured. It's more of kind of a flyby to see your pants, a lot of kind of improvisation and just kind of throwing well, you it, into the mix? It, I think I think it's very structured, but the thing is they make it look like it's not structured. I mean, they have these things. I mean, the crew is there all day, and the producers are there all day, and Nick and Audie come later on, and I do. Okay. I know they, have, they definitely have a game plan. They work for them, but they make it look like it's not a game plan. Well, that's probably the best thing, to, to have that game plan in place so making it look like it's really just kind of, you know, implemented oh, yeah, yeah. at the moment. Absolutely. Cool. Very cool. Well, that's just awesome that you've uh, that you've been, you know, the permanent announcer now for their show, and that's that's amazing. What else do you want to share about the Nick and Artie show? Any other entertaining uh, behind-the-scenes stories? I'm just having so much fun with them. I, I, I just can't wait until it continues, and I just love every second of this. Uh they had some great guests on. They had um, Bruce Valange, the writer. He's awesome. I know they had uh, Tony Saragusa, the football player. Oh, nice. They had a, a writer on West Side. Mark Kriegel was awesome. They had Joe DeRosa and Jim Norton. Oh, they had Judah on, for sure. He was on uh, plugging. He was on doing stuff, and we had a lot of fun. I played him in ping pong. He, brutal, <laughs> he brutalized me. He killed me in ping pong. you got to watch the clip of it. Okay. He had like six shots. I, I couldn't even move. Oh my gosh, that's funny! Wow, that's awesome, Mike. Really cool. So why don't we do this? We're gonna take a, let's take a quick commercial break, 
And then when okay. we come back, we're going to talk a lot about uh, your upcoming show in New York City, which I know you want to plug called Being okay. Normal Stuff. Thank so you. we'll get. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. okay. All right, I'll put okay, you on no. Okay. She's going to take a commercial break. All right, everyone, again, you are listening to the infamous and one and only Mike Bachetti. He is currently on the Nick and Artie Show. Check him out Monday through Friday, 10 o'clock p.m. to 1 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time, and you can find out more information at the com. So I wanted to, um, tonight, I have a um, commercial break that I want to do. And um, I'm not necessarily a big person that's into politics, but I heard this new campaign ad recently from Mitt Romney's uh, campaign that's trying to bring in gay voters. And it sounds like Mitt Romney really does support the gay community. So I want you to listen to this ad, and then uh, and then we'll come back, and we're going to then check out another ad. Mitt Romney knows what traditional values mean to the same-sex community. He fought for equal rights and equal pay for Asian American workers at Glory Hole establishments throughout our nation. His health care plan has a zero deductible and covers all cosmetic proctology procedures, including bleaching, bronzing, and chemical tank tinting. He attended a ribbon-cutting ceremony for 400 men and women who are back to work at a ball gag assembly plant in Akron, Ohio. His third son, Husk Romney, is now the senior vice president of global marketing at Grindr.com. In 2009, he spoke out against the National Association of Broadcasters with their refusal to grant a license to the all-gay news network, C-Sperm. I'm Ed Romney, and mmm. Paid for by the Church of Latter-Gay Saints. All right. Um, I'm, wa- I'm wondering what everyone thought of that ad. Um, I found it very interesting. And uh, we have a second ad now um, where Romney people uh, are really going after President Obama on his endorsement of gay people. And I don't know if I agree with this, but uh, I want you guys, the audience, to be the judge. So uh, check this out, and we'll be right back. Barack Obama claims he is a supporter of same-sex Americans. But is he really? In 2011, the gay car manufacturer Saturn had to officially close its doors for good. And in 2012, Barack Obama's failed economy caused 163 small gay pornography companies to lose over 70% of their customers to big sodomy. Is this his idea of help? Isn't it time you had a dream you can believe in? I'm Ed Romney, and I appear to love my wife. Paint for by Citizens Against Certain Intolerance. <laughs> All right, everyone. I wanted the audience to... Uh, Check out those ads uh, because those campaign ads are actually ridiculous ads from a new web series that I'm an executive producer of called We Approved This Message. Um, We have a pilot episode right now in the works, which you just heard the audio of, and there's actually full video footage to go along with both of those campaign ads. So I want to tell you guys a little bit about We Approved This Message. It is a web series of absurd comedic presidential campaign ads starring the most recognizable Barack Obama impersonator, Reggie Brown, and Mitt Romney impersonator, Mike Cody. The show is written and executive produced by former Tonight Show writers Jim Shaughnessy and Richard Marcus, along with writer and producer Jared Cardwell, who writes for Arsenio Hall and George Lopez. So, everyone, we greatly appreciate your support as we develop the web series, and uh, we have some amazing perks and rewards available to those who contribute. 
please visit our website, weapprovedthismessage.com, and uh, support this cause that we're doing. It's an amazing pilot and web series, and again, we have awesome perks and rewards for anyone who wants to be involved and contribute to its development. So thank you so much for checking it out. It's a lot of fun, and we've got some great stuff coming up with this new web series. All right, Mike, you're back on. Hey, Carrie, I like the idea about the web shares. That's awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> I was listening to everything. That's great. Thank you. I mean, the stuff, you can even, I mean, it's funny to listen to it, but when you actually see the campaign ads with the actual visual footage, Mike, it is just over the top hysterical. I mean, it, it's just it amazing. Really... great. Um, congratulations. <laughs> That's a great idea. Thank you. We'll see. I mean, it's, there's a pilot in the works, and uh, we're looking to, as I said, we're looking to make, you know, get some people to contribute to it because, as you know, it's very difficult to launch something financially by yourself. So, oh, yeah, you know, I know, because I think know. it's a problem for everybody to raise the money until until you're gigantic. <laughs> exactly. But thank you so much, Mike, for, uh, for no, you know, no. saying, cool. Yeah, it's going to be fun, some fun stuff and some great people. I mean, Jim Shaughnessy, who wrote for Jay Leno and a bunch oh, of other wow. people involved. So it's cool. Yes. Um, all right. So let's go into now talking about, because I know one of the main reasons you were coming on the show tonight was to also talk about your uh, upcoming show called Being Normal Sucks. Um, so tell us oh. a little bit about that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Being Normal Sucks is a show that a friend of mine, hold on one second, I'm sorry. <laughs> a friend of mine that I know for a while, uh, he's a main staple to UCB, Andy Rocco, his name is. He's you know on a commercial right now for Starburst. He's hilarious. Uh, I worked with him a couple of times on stuff, and we I came up. I wanted to do a show with him at the UCB East. So he came up with the title, Being Normal Sucks. And we put a, a blast out about it, and then uh, it's going to be myself. Uh, it's going to be... Uh, Andy, uh, little Mikey, who I love from the Howard Stern show, mm-hmm. he's like a couple hundred parodies at least, who has his own show on Sirius. Uh, Matt Coff from The Onion, I never met him, but I heard he's really funny. And uh, Judah Freelander from Dirty Rock is going to be headlined. I'm so excited that he's a part of this as well. Wow. It's going to be uh, September 27th, Thursday, 11 p.m. at the UCV Theater East on East Third Street downtown. Very cool. So in terms of, and we're going to, of course, plug it more throughout the show, how did you come up with the title? Who came up with this title? Was it your idea? Did it oh, did no, you collaborate uh, with someone? Oh, actually, Andy did. He asked me, okay. he goes, you know, you should do comedy is unique and different. He goes, you're not, you know, like, uh, a run-of-the-mill guy that's generic or mainstream. I'm like, thank you. And, you know, and he said, no, I don't mean to a bad thing. He goes, but, uh, you know, he said we can call it Be Normal Sucks. And he asked me, he goes, is that title insult you? I go, no, I love every minute of that, of that title. I love it. I think it's hysterical. Yeah, it's a, it's a great idea because it's, it's, it's definitely a dichotomy in terms of, like he said, you're definitely a different comedian. You're unique in your style and your presentation. So I think it's really cool. I love it, Carrie, because you know what? I'm, you know, I mean, you as a psychologist and working in the kind of field, I mean, you know, it's – it, you know, who really is normal when you think about it? I mean, what do they, you know, when you think about it, is anybody really told it? I don't think anybody is told no. normal no matter who mm-hmm. on the planet, you know? No, I, I, mean, I would agree. I think, it's, I think it's on a continuum. 
you know, you could say someone has a depression rating of 10 or a depression rating of 5. I think people experience different symptoms throughout their life, not maybe, you know, psychosis or hearing voices, but, you know, people go through stages in life where they have symptoms, and you're right. I don't think there's, quote-unquote, a definition for normal. People think there is. You know, people think normal is like, you know, having 3.2 kids living in the suburbs, having a, you know, making <laughs> high six figures and, you know, having like two cars to go. That doesn't even, that, that isn't even, you know what, because when you think about it, you know, it may look normal on the outside, but the most important thing is what's going on on the inside of people's lives and and, and, and everything else that goes with it. Because, you know, just because someone was fought of the year doesn't mean he's, you know, he could be an evil person on the inside. Absolutely. And I think, you know, a lot of times, right, people put on this, you know, perception and this kind of smoke screens, like you're saying, like the white picket fence and the three kids and the six figures. And, you know, a lot of these people, you would be surprised just how miserable they actually are. I mean, they might look like they they have wonderful lives. Right. They are. Exactly. Because I've, I've been traveling to Manhattan every day for years, taking a ferry in the afternoon sometimes, and I would see people who were well-dressed heading into Wall Street or wherever they were going, you know, maybe Midtown. And they were miserable. They had miserable, they looked like robots. They were, you know, very unhappy looking. And then, you know, I mean, okay, so what? You can, you know, buy your, your kid a Lexus for graduation from high school. Right. That doesn't mean that doesn't make him a better person than anybody else is or not. Right. Right. And something, and this is here's a tidbit of information. Anyone listening in can keep this in mind too, especially in the entertainment industry, which is kind of wrought with this type of stuff that you would see. Is that, you know. Sometimes the more people kind of boast about themselves and have to brag and, you know, that actually sometimes and often what it is is that is a way to cover up for their insecurities. So usually people like that, you know what I mean, that have to go over the top, it's like, all right, there's something else going on here. And and despite the fact that they think they're so happy, usually underneath the surface, their, you know, their core is basically nothing. That's how bullies are. Absolutely. Bullies like... Bullies pick on people to take away all the all the flaws in themselves. Mhm. That's true. Yeah. You know, that's why they you know they pick on people and just you know like in school you know and when people went to school bullies would pick on people, but some of the bullies had more flaws than anybody else. But they they took the spotlight off themselves and put it on other people, and then you know everybody didn't look at one person they didn't look at one person a certain way. You know. Mhm. But I, I think you should be yourself, no matter where you are in life. As long as you're not hurting other people, you got to true, be true to yourself. Yeah, that's that's absolutely correct, definitely. And it, it's hard sometimes because they're like you said, there are these expectations that people should, you know, whether like you said, it's you know getting married and having the kids or meeting your career goal. You know, there's a lot of expectations and pressure put on people, and I think sometimes that's what leads to you know the problems that people have because they're trying to please everyone or prove themselves, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, especially in this business. Oh, God, Every, everybody is afraid to be themselves. They're like, oh, no, you know, the network or some big people aren't going to like this. i got to fit into their mold. There's no such thing as a mold anymore in this business because right. that's what I like people like yourself, like Joel, Nick and Audie, all people that have, like Howard Stern, you know, Adam Sandler, people like that that are all self-sufficient, that, you know, People, they gave, everybody gave them a hard time in this until, you know, they took the group on the horns and de- developed their own stuff. You can't, like, you know, from doing stuff yourself, being a musician mm-hmm. and, and doing stuff on the net, you can't settle. You can't just sit and be idle. Right. Absolutely. you got, and you you can't, got to always think, try to do stuff. 
But you got to always push yourself, and you, you can't be afraid of the rejection because that's kind of, you know, oh, God. you're going to be rejected been, more than, you know what I mean? I've been rejected by everybody and their mother in 20 years. I really don't care. Some people were nice about it. Some people weren't. But you mm -hmm. know what? I can't control what other people did or said to me. You know, I have so no control over that at all. Personally, Mike, and again, this would be another piece of kind of advice or, or feedback. How do you deal with that, especially when you were starting out? And as we know, it, the industry is so difficult, so challenging. There's many more no's than there are yeses. How did you deal with rejection? How did you get beyond that personally so that you could push yourself to get to where you are? Well, I just, you know, a lot of times, you know, in, uh, in the beginning, you know, <coughs> a lot of new people don't realize how to how the business is, how many years it takes. Some people can, I'm very fortunate. They mm -hmm. they click early on for some reason, maybe age-wise. It looked like a movie, you know, I had books-wise or just, you know, some certain reason people embraced them. But there's a lot of people that didn't. And, you know, you just got to have a super, super thick skin. Yep. You know, you got you to gotta love what you do. You can't, you can't listen to any, I don't listen to anybody but myself. Nice. How do, you develop that, how do you develop the thick skin, though, Mike? How do you do that? Because that's, that takes time to do, too, to build up that immunity, I so to speak. I, I, I just developed it over the years because, you know, even, even you know, maybe, you know, nine years ago, ten years ago, I, I, it's just, I still get disappointed when stuff doesn't happen the way it should, but I just let it roll off my back and say, you know what, something else will click. Another door, mm -hmm. another door will open, and you know what, you really got to really be super, super positive. You can't. You know, listen to anybody's negativity. I don't. All my friends are good people, like yourself and everybody I know. I don't have any idiots around me. I just have people that are positive, that work hard, that are focused, and, and love doing what they do. I don't, there's no time for me to, you know, have, you know, have negative energy around me and people, you know, right. that are angry, that are bitter. That, you know, what? Instead of being bitter or angry, they should just focus on their work and love what they do and just, you know, push themselves and try to. You know, reinvent themselves, not reinvent, you know, just try to find something they're right for, you know. And, and everybody always says, Carrie, this business is locked. I don't, I never believed in that. I never, I No, I don't either. Just, so you, you keep talking and then I definitely off. want to comment. You go ahead, keep talking. You know, I just, you know, never believed, oh, they got lucky. No. They worked hard. Okay, they may have been in the right place at the right time with the right people. Mm -hmm. And and it just clicked for them for some reason. This this. So many factors that are out of our control. People won't even realize that because, I mean, like, if you go for an audition for something, like, say, you know, even as a musician, you audition for somebody, you know, and uh, right after you audition, it's out of your control. Right. It, your job is to have somebody get you to that person who can help you or get get, get you yourself somehow. And the minute the audition is done, you just got to forget about it and go home and just hope for the best and don't even give it a second thought. Because, right. you know, it's... I mean, I learned over the years by auditioning for stuff, especially when I was a new auditioner. i never forget it. I auditioned for a Nintendo commercial back in, like, 93. It was the first thing I ever auditioned for. And I had to take acting class in high school. I hadn't been on acting for a long time. And um, I was for a Nintendo commercial. I get there. I'm all excited. And I'm, I'm like, I'm going to book this. Meanwhile, I have no idea how to read a script or anything acting-wise. <laughs> okay. And I was disappointed that I didn't get it, but then I realized how long it takes this and everything else. And I think, you know, I think two other points, you know, and, and you're probably, this is probably subliminally intertwined in what you're saying. I'm sorry I'm using a big word or whatever, but um, I think the, the whole premise, too, is that 
underneath it all, it's not just about luck, like you said. It's about hard work. It's about perseverance. It's about dedication. And it's about learning, oh, yeah. I think, learning from your mistakes. So, for example, you didn't get that commercial, so you probably said, you know what, i got to maybe brush up on learning how to read scripts, or i got to, you know, that's how I reframe everything. I look at the experience and I say, okay, what went well, what didn't go well, how can I kind of make this go down a different path next time? Or maybe not go down that path and pick something new to do. Um, I think that, I think it's so important to be able to strategically, you know, be able to switch those sets and and change your direction when things are not going the way you want them to. No, it's very important to stay focused, totally. Right. Or, you know, don't keep, if you see patterns, I always used to joke in the past, especially with my band stuff, and I'm sure you've seen this too. You know, unfortunately, you sometimes meet people that are talented, but when it comes to motivation, it's just like, there's none that exists. So no, you got you got it's talent, and like you said, motivation is the key. You got to be super, right. super, super motivated, and, and you know, not just for one day, for you know, the whole your whole exactly. life. With this. You got to almost be OCD with this. That's what Rodney Dangerfield said. Yeah. He was right, though. <laughs> That's a good point. And I think the other thing is not only being OCD with it, but learning, especially when you're, you know, sometimes it's different for comedians if you're doing stand up because you're basically. You know, you're by yourself. You're kind of your own show. You kind of set your, you know, stage. But if, for example, you have to work on a pilot with someone or you're working as a band and you're not working with people that are motivated, then you got to kind of ask yourself, do you want to sit in this situation and potentially go nowhere, or do you have to move out and, and you know, find something new? Oh, yeah. You know? Absolutely. So, no. I better, you know what, I better get going soon because I have to wrap go back. Soon? Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's do this. Let's uh, finish up with a couple of quick last questions. Um, any new projects in the work? Anything you can share with the audience about any other things that you might have down the uh, road coming up? Absolutely. Thanks to uh, Joel and, and uh, uh, Soul Joel uh, Richardson and Matthew Scarpelli, I got cast in my first major motion picture. I'm Whoa, waiting for the script now. It should be coming. I, I really can't talk about it now until okay, okay. it's done. But I'm really it's with some great famous people. I'm so excited. It's gonna be. It's gonna be so. I'm so excited. It's gonna be next month, sometime maybe sooner. That's awesome, Mike. Congratulations and good luck with Thank that. Thank you, Gary. Very cool. So why don't you do this real quick? Plug where people can find you again. Plug the upcoming show, the Nick and Artie show, and then we'll wrap things up for tonight, and uh, we'll get you okay. back on in the future. Okay. Thank you, Gary. You can find me uh, every Tuesday from uh, four to six in the Comedy Point with Soul Joe. You can follow Soul Joe on uh, Twitter and the Comedy Point on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Nick, the Nick and Artie show uh, Monday to Friday from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. on uh, Direct TV and Sirius Radio. And uh, also you can see me on, uh, follow me on Twitter, Mike Boschetti, B-O-C-C-H-E-T-B-I, or on Facebook. And don't forget, uh, I'm going to have a show coming up called Be Normal Sucks, the UCB, September 27th. Thursday, uh, 11 p.m. with myself, Andy Rocco, Matt Koff, Little Mikey from Howard Stern Show, and Judah Freelander from Dirty Rock. Very cool. Well, thank you so much, Mike. I would love to thank keep you on you, longer, Carrie. but I know you got a, know you got a packed schedule and you got you got to stick to it. Thank you, Terry. It was so okay. great to have, have me. Thank you for having me on the show, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so okay. much. Sounds great, Mike. Bye. Thanks. Have a great night. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You too, Mike. All right, everyone, again, you just heard from the amazing Mike Buschetti, and you can check him out tonight. He's going to be heading into the city probably right now to get ready to be the announcer on the Nick and Artie show, so definitely check him out. 
at thenickandartyshow.com. Let me do a couple of other quick plugs. There was some other fun stuff I was going to do with Mike, but I know his uh, schedule is really tight right now. And, again, congratulations to him and everything that's amazingly happening in his career. So uh, everyone needs to check out irocktv.co. It is a website that is dedicated towards independent artists, musicians, and so much more. Check them out at irocktv.co, and that's the letter I, rocktv.co. Also want to plug um, Flirt Energy Drink, and this is an amazing female fitness energy drink that is specifically formulated for the female athlete. You can check them out at flirtdrink.com. They just revamped their whole new energy drink, and right now they are in all of the Harris Teeter stores across North Carolina, through Florida. They just got a major, um, you know, what's it called, production to be in all these stores, and they got so many other great things going on, and I work with them, and it's just a pleasure uh, helping them out. And uh, comedy fans out there, please check out Davin's Den, which is a fast-paced podcast featuring comedians Davin Rosenblatt, Joe Curry, and Tip Helix. So if you're looking for a show that's going to think and make you laugh, then Davin's Den's the show for you. They go live Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time to watch live episodes, hear or watch old episodes, or find out more about the show. Go to Davin's Den page on davincomedy.com, and that is spelled D-A-V-I-N. So it's a really cool show. These guys are doing some crazy stuff, um, and it's it's really different. They remind me a lot of Howard Stern in the sense that they are just very original, unique, and they're always coming up with these just outside-of-the-box ideas. So, um, again, if you tuned in late tonight, please check out the podcast when the show is over. Um, as I mentioned briefly in the middle of the show when I did a commercial break, there are some hilarious campaign ads that are uh, created by some of the best impersonators of uh, Mitt Romney and Barack Obama. And I'm currently working as an executive producer for a pilot series called We Approved This Message. So you can go to weapprovedthismessage.com, check out the site. Uh, We're looking for people to support and contribute as we develop this amazing web series. And there's awesome perks and rewards that we have offered for all of those who want to get involved in this. Um, Again, it's produced by and written by Tonight Show writers, former Tonight Show writers, Jim Shaughnessy and Richard Marcus, as well as writer and producer Jared Cardwell, who writes for Arsenio Hall and George Lopez. So it's great working with these guys, and there's some really cool stuff in the works. Um, Let's see, what else can I say? Because, wow, this is a shorter show than I usually do. I usually do about an hour, but as I said, Mike had to run out and get on to Nick and Marty's show, which we can check out in a little bit. Um, So tonight, I guess next week, we are going to have a teen author coming on, Callie Amber, and she's just an amazing author. I mean, she wrote this book. It's very kind of Judy Blumish. It, It has this, you know, quality to it of, the high school drama and the you know the popular kids and the bullies and it's it's a great book and I just read it. It's called um let me check out here. I got so much information here. Lacey's Chain and uh she's just been an amazing support. I met her years ago when my album came out as a solo artist. So we're bringing her on to promote and support her book, Lacey's Chain, which is currently available on amazon.com. She's a little entrepreneur in and of herself, and there's going to be awesome things happening in this girl's career in the future. So I want to thank everyone again for tuning in. Again, we have Mark Mercer from Mark's Friggin in the chat room. We also have Mike, um, God, sorry, long day, guys. Remember, I work a full-time job in addition to this. We have Mooski in the chat room from Stern 
super fans. And again, he's going to be roasted on October 1st, and Mike Buschetti will be on that uh, list of comedians that will do the roasting on him, as well as so many other major comedians on the bills. I'm sure that's going to be a great time, and I hope someone's going to videotape that because I think that would be great to watch. Um, so thank you, everyone, again, for tuning in. Uh, please follow me on Twitter at Carrie Edelman. If you follow me, I will follow you. I also have a fan page on Facebook, The Carrie Edelman Show. Please become a fan. I constantly post updates about upcoming shows, events, and all of just the amazing guests that I've been bringing on this show to support. Um, I also have a personal, two personal pages on Facebook because I maxed out one of them. And uh, CarrieEdelman.com, my official website, which provides some information um, about me and, again, all the great things that I've been doing for working with so many amazing people in the entertainment industry. So thanks again for tuning in tonight. And I'm going to close off tonight with uh, Leave It All Behind, which is the title track off my debut album. I think it's apropos and it fits the uh, vibe that we had with Mike tonight, talking about the entertainment industry and how you need to be genuine and authentic and you know not take anything uh, too much to your head and just really be able to have a thick skin and let things go when things maybe don't go your way. So check out Leave It All Behind if you like what you hear. My music is available on iTunes, Amazon Music, and all other digital sites. Thanks again, everyone. We'll be back next week, and we also have so many other amazing people coming up. Please check out the podcast for Mike Buschetti if you tuned in late tonight. It'll be available after the show is over. Thank you. Mm-hmm.